Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittes, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is about sorcery. Sorcery. What is it? Why are we talking about it? What am, who am I to talk about it? What is my experience with it? Am I a sorcerer? Are you a sorcerer? What is sorcery? Yeah, lots of questions that I asked there. Let's get down to it. So, um, what even brought this topic up today? Great question. I, um, it's something that's fascinated me for a long time. So on the podcast, I haven't talked a whole, I haven't done a lot of spirit flow podcast episodes. Hashtag spirit flow. Haven't done a whole lot of, uh, spirit flow episodes for a while. And, um, it's something that I feel like is uh, maybe maybe one of the things that some people like of the show. Maybe not. Who, who knows? What do I know about any of this stuff? My experience with sorcery, I, so I used to study a lot of, um, what is it, metaphysics books? And, you know, it's kind of like a cultish type uh, fringe, new age kind of stuff, right? Uh, I grew up in a house that was divided religiously. So my mom became uh, Jehovah's Witness when I was very, very young. She had not been Jehovah's Witness when she married my dad. My dad is not religious, was not religious, it still is not religious, and very much was not happy when my mom became Jehovah's Witness because it's a very, um, dare I say, controlling religion in a sense, and very limited in a sense where, uh, or I don't know if those are the right words, but um, if you want to go out and celebrate somebody's birthday, you don't celebrate birthdays, you don't celebrate holidays, you, there's a lot of things you don't do, I guess that's what I mean by limiting, like because of religious beliefs, you don't say the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance, you don't celebrate people's birthdays, you don't give presents, you don't celebrate holidays, most of them, because most of them are um, most people don't realize many Christian holidays are steeped in and, and are derived from pagan holidays, right? And so Jehovah's Witnesses don't celebrate them. So this caused a lot of uh, friction growing up in my household, in our household, and a lot of battles over this kind of thing, right? And as I got a little older, first of all, none of it or very little of it made sense to me growing up. I would read the Bible, I'd go to all the church stuff with my mom, you know, Joe's Witnesses stuff, and there was always holes for me. There was always gaps. Like, this doesn't add up, and nobody could give me any good reasons, you know. I'm a very logical person, and there was very little logic. The logic that that, that was usually provided to me was piss poor, as far as I was concerned. And I was a kid, mind you, right? And I'm like, what that, like, that doesn't even make sense. And then it'd come around to faith. They're like, well, the Bible doesn't say this or doesn't exactly say that or it says this here and then this here. It's like, well, it's contradictory. It doesn't, it can't even, like, and you guys are basing your life and afterlife on this? Like, that is absurd to me. It just didn't make any sense. And I was, and, you know, one of the things, well, very smart people believe this. Very educated, very well. You know, it's not dumb people that, it's, look, doctors and lawyers and these smart people. It's like, well, they're not that freaking smart in this area as far as I'm concerned. Because they're scared. Because the emotion of fear has overridden their sense of logic. 
and then the fear would be put into me, right? Well, you, you got to be God-fearing. God's going to kick your freaking butt if you do this thing or that thing. Or, like, you're going to blink out of existence because God's going to not resurrect you when the when the war comes. And they show you these pictures. And uh, they're freaking terrifying, you know? It's like this the Watchtower, which is a kind of an add-on little pamphlet, booklet that you get when you're Jehovah's Witness. Like, it, it helps explain the Bible to you, right, from the Jehovah's Witness perspective. And the pictures in these things are terrifying. It's like these horrific scenes from the Bible. And it's like, well, this is what happens when you don't, you know, bow down and worship this God. He'll freaking ream you. And it's like, well, that's a loving God? That's a, like, that sounds petty as heck. Like, who, I don't want to worship some kind of God like that. That's sad and pathetic as far as I'm concerned. But I dare not say that, right? Why? Because then God could hear my thoughts and God could, like, screw me. So there's this tremendous fear that people would try to instill in other people, right? And into me, namely. <laughs> and I am not the kind of person that deals with that very well. I mean, I could sit there and take it because I guess I am that kind of person. I could sit there and at least smile and nod to get through it all. But inside, I'm like, no, no, this is ridiculous. No, I'm going to test this every chance I get. And I did. And so as I got older and would test these things in different ways, um, I had some pretty interesting experiences, right? Um, one that first just popped into mind was, uh, you know, I was in, I was probably about 13 maybe, and I was trying to break this whole thing down, you know. I, so, I, oh, yeah, part of the whole thing was I used to read a lot of these esoteric books. You know, I started reading books. Uh, one that comes to mind is um, The Wild Pendulum or The Way the Pendulum Swings or something like that. Really trippy, cool book by some guy who was like a – some kind of scientist, astrophysicist, or some, I don't remember, it's some cool thing. And then uh, there's just all these different books about, like, astral traveling and, um, you know, earth diving and uh, just crazy things, right? And um, kind of the more abstract and esoteric, the better, as far as I was concerned. And New Age, a lot of New Age books, right? And trying to get a sense of what it all means and where, how do you do these things? How do you have these actual experiences? One thing that drove me freaking crazy with the, the religion that I was brought up in was all this like, and I'm a very conceptual person, so I can appreciate that aspect of it, but it was like not ever based in anyone's personal experience. It was like, well, the Bible says this and the Bible says that, and the Bible doesn't say to do that or, or says not to do that. And it's like, well, and then I'd be like, well, my experience is this. Oh, well, you can't trust your own experience. Like, how do you know that that wasn't the devil screwing with you or some of, you know, Satan's uh, little army playing tricks on you? And, like, those, those people, those, you know, beings uh, that you think are positive are really just trying to trick you. And this and that. like, and it's like, no, screw you. You weren't there. You don't know it. You're just reading off this book that you're already, in my opinion, misinterpreting any darn way and taking way out of context. And um, no, just no. And uh, and yet that would happen all the time, right? So um, so when uh, what was the episode? What is this episode about? Gosh darn it! Get off, get all crazy off topic here. But I think it was part of the topic. So having um, these experiences was it happened. 
so reading a lot about it, practicing it, then I would, you know, try, okay, so the one story that came to mind that I totally got sidetracked from, um, I was at home living with my parents, you know, and um, I was like, you know, testing, testing prayers with God, right? And I was like, okay, in the universe, and it's like, okay, God, let's, uh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm open, I'm open now. I was at a point where it's kind of like, okay, who are you? What's your name? What is the God that I should be directing my energy to, right? Are you the one and only? Are you just another of, uh, you know, because those people over there, they believe this other God named so-and-so. And then you're telling me your name is Jehovah. And, uh, or at least the people around me are telling me that your name is Jehovah. And, uh, you know, and yet I believe that either maybe possibly it's all the same God with different names, or maybe you're all really different gods and you're all just battling for people here on earth and we're all just going to kill each other because that's God's will, which seems absurd to me, but whatever. I'm along for the ride. I'm game. And so, uh, I start, you know, I'm praying to this God, like, Hey, give me some direction here. Tell me what the heck I'm supposed to do. And I kid you not, within like some ridiculously short amount of time, I, you know, somebody's at the door. It's like, oh, okay, well, let me go answer the door. And who is it? You already know who it is. It's the Jehovah's Witnesses. They're pioneering. They're out trying to recruit new members. It's like, gosh darn it. There's Jehovah right freaking there on my doorstep. What a sign from God who has a name and it is Jehovah. It's like, son of a gun. That is not the answer I wanted. <laughs> right? I'm like, no, no, I, that's not it. No, you can't have just done that. That is, no, I was so pissed and also so scared. It's like, shit, shoot, sorry, shoot, friends. Like, shoot, that just happened. I just asked for a sign from God and then that just happened. And it was like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. It's like, no, that's not fair. <laughs> not right i sense that there's more to this there's more to this it's not that it's not that and um and i was like deeply frustrated by that right but then i was like okay what's what's the more meta version of that how can this still fit into a larger framework because if i'm doing this i know that there are people on on the in the other camps that are like well i did the same thing and my god showed up right and i'm not the kind of person that's going to be like well, no, you're wrong. It's like, okay, well, that's a valid point too. This is somebody's own experience and it is, is it counter to mine? In one framework it is, right? Because if I believe, oh, this is my God's the only true God and I, you know, shouldn't do this and everybody else is wrong and we should go kill each other. Well, that's, if that's my framework, then yeah, then, uh, you know, there's other people are worshiping a false God, but their God is telling them the same thing. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, how do these both, in what framework do these both work? And it's like, okay, what well, the next level up, maybe these gods are competing. Maybe they, in which case, they are their own egos. These are egotistic gods. They are gods that want more power, want more control, want more minions to follow them into war, into peace, into offerings, into what? Whatever. And so it's like, well, that that has to make sense at some level because that's what I see. Right? I see that person over there. They're calling, you know, God Jesus. I call, see these people over there. They're calling Allah Jesus. And they're calling, um, you know, or God. And, you know, all these different names, right? All these different gods. All these different gods that lived in the past that people worship that are, you know, now dead and gone. So there has to be some other answer. And that's when I kind of started getting more into 
the law of attraction. And, um, you know, that's before the movie The Secret came out. And understanding like, well, you know what? What if, what if this would work for some other God? Like if I could do the same thing, but attract something else, you know? Because I'd always kind of figured out the law of attraction. By, by the time I was pretty young, I kind of had a sense of it. I didn't have a word for it, but I just kind of knew at some level how to kind of be able to do it sometimes, right? And um, And I kind of sensed that this was maybe part of it. Like that somehow was part of it. Like, okay, well, I got what I was looking for kind of thing, right? Or, and or, does God really wants me back? You know, and that's a, that's a different story. Actually, I should hit that theme some other time. Because um, that, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it, I couldn't. So, and then I had other experiences where I was kind of able to reproduce that you find what you're looking for, right? It's kind of the thing that was coming to mind. Like, oh, well, I asked for this, and this is the framework that I'm entrenched in, and so therefore, of course, that's what I attracted, right? Um, oh, or, and it was also just coincidence. Oh, what a coincidence. I asked for a sign from God, and then Jehovah's Witnesses show up on my doorstep. What a coincidence. Out of all the days, out of all the times, out of all the different religious factions that could have descended upon my door at that very moment, it happened to be Jehovah's Witnesses. Well, yeah, statistically speaking, those are the only people that come knock on my door, you know, Jehovah's Witnesses. No other religions really come and recruit that hard, um, in my opinion and experience. So uh, so there's that kind of like overlap of like luck slash coincidence slash larger patterns of the universe slash, uh, you know, synchronicity, right? And um, the law of attraction. So, uh, I really did forget the theme of the darn episode. I want to tie it back in. So I'm getting closer to the end here. But spirit flowing, so that's good. So, um, so I guess let's just go into kind of what what's the mean? Why? Why is it important? Why uh, might one want to? test these things for themselves because maybe you're you've had your own upbringing and you've got your own conditioning and uh people have tried to instill their belief system into you for whatever reason right because they're trying to help you most likely right hey i want to save you i'll pray for you i'll save you and that's like well i appreciate your concern thank you i is misguided as i believe that to be that's my ego talking about that right saying like judging you and your beliefs and your understanding of what is and what god is in the universe and whatnot okay so i have to be careful of that right i don't want to let my ego run away with superiority complexes and uh i'm better than where my my god is better my understanding of god or my connection is deeper that would be a straight ego thing again okay so instead i practice non-judgment as best i can I practice uh, observing. I practice healthy narcissism, if you're familiar with that framework, um, as best I can, right? And with the podcast, that's kind of what I try to bring, is this concept of um, non-judgment, of sharing experiences that I have that maybe you can relate to or maybe you can disagree with or at least kind of be able to see 
bounce your own ideas off of, I guess. And so, uh, yeah, that's where it's at, I think. So, um, spirit and flow and awesomeness. So, I guess with the spirit flow thing, to kind of start wrapping it up here, is what are the things that you do that allow you to experience the spiritual realm? Are there dimensions to it, in my opinion, and experience? Yes. There's the astral plane, which I personally have or believe I have um, flown around in, experienced, and played with, when, I, especially when I was younger. I used to do it more. Um, I just don't do it as much these days for whatever reason. Got other things going on. Um, I believe that there is... Yeah, there's a lot of different dimensions in my experience and uh, different ways to relate to it and experience it. And it can be very useful for perspective and it can be very destructive if um, visited too often or too entrenched in that outer perspective that is not does not have a solid base here also in the physical world or at least some kind of base here in the physical world so people you know people that are strung out right people that are been journeying to these other dimensions and time spaces and uh you know psycho um active drug use and this kind of thing can really lead to that where it's uh that world almost becomes more real than this one right and if you get too caught up in that then uh this world People are looking at you and you're not fitting in or you're doing weird things because that person is too um, too lost in a sense, right? Not grounded here in this time space, in this reality. And so if we were a spirit, uh, you know, high level spirit coming down into earth, being born into the, to a physical body, and we were to think of ourselves as uh, the will of the universe in a sense individualized, and we have the opportunity to create and co-create with others around us and with the spirit and with the God and with um, within the confines and constructs of earth and the physical reality. We would say, okay, you can you get to choose your life. You get to create your life. Nobody's going to tell you that. You're going to be um, – because everybody else is too busy running around just trying to survive and fit in and uh, buy stuff because that's what we're told we're supposed to do. Um, but you can create. What if I told you that there, and you say, okay, great. Well, I can just create anything. No, no, there's rules. You can't like, you can't just fly without, um, building some kind of contraption that's going to work within your physical, uh, reality. We're going to call this thing reality. You're going to wake up there. Um, you're going to be tied to it through some kind of a spiritual connection, you know, um, mind, body, spirit connection kind of thing. Uh, there are physical rules that we've determined, like you stick to this thing called earth and, uh, we call it gravity. And, um, you know, you can influence the shape of your body using natural methods, using uh, surgical methods these days. You know, um, you can influence others around you. If you want to do big things here on planet Earth while you're alive, you can. You just got to get more people to uh, to buy into it. You can persuade them in all different kinds of means. Uh, ethical, unethical, you get to decide whether there is such a thing as ethics and what they are and whether you abide by them or not. You you get to decide these things. You get to make up your own moral compass. Maybe it's in line with the, the culture and society around you. Maybe it's not. Maybe you care. Maybe you don't. Maybe you worship God. Maybe you worship many gods. Maybe you don't believe in God. 
Maybe you recognize it as a universal energy and you tap into it and you allow it to flow through you and you allow it to be a flow experience and you work with it instead of against it. Maybe you let it flow through you. Maybe you recognize that you are both the individual of it that recognizes it and and has the choice to allow it to work through you or not. And that is the ultimate choice. And that is your purpose here. And you do have other purposes here, perhaps that you're aware of, or perhaps you're not yet aware of. And this ability to choose and to find and discover is what makes you you. And that is what your spiritual uh, self maybe wants and has brought you here for is a self-realization and the opportunity to continue growing and maybe even to help others self-actualize and self-realize themselves as well. So whatever and whichever these things really speak to you and allow you and your spirit to flow and to be in harmony with the highest and best version of yourself, I commend you on that and uh, namaste. And until next time, my friend, be flowing.